Hey, welcome back to Talking Pigskin. I am your host, the Cowboy, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mike the Jag. Sir, how are you doing? Very well after last night's football game, that's for darn sure. Monday Nighter was, well, besides the best Monday Nighter of all time. I've I've seen a lot of hot takes of greatest football game I've ever seen. I don't know if I'll go that far. But I'll tell you what, they, it was such a good game, I even watched the commercials. So you can criticize the NFL for having dozens and dozens and dozens of them, but when you put a product out like that, I was... I is that the way, the, is that what the league is trying, like they want every... Based on the, the the rule changes with the defense, how it's damn near impossible to play defense. In, I don't know in how you, you cover it. I don't know how is you cover it. Like, is that what they're they're hoping is the new NFL essentially? I believe that they think that's the best quality product, and I think that they that's, want that. That's to what be. they want is the Super Bowl. Exactly, they want there to be fireworks on top of fireworks. That just that just sparked my brain into a question. Uh, do you think that the the Rams got? An unfair advantage with that game being moved back to LA. I wouldn't say that it we was jo- a- I joked about it last week saying, yeah. Well, are the Rams fans in LA? Yeah. And kind of just glossed over it. And I wish I didn't because I'll let you answer, but and then I'll give my answer. I don't know if that game has a hundred plus points scored if it if it's played in Kansas City in the middle of November. If okay. it's played okay. That's I like that point. What right. about Mexico City? Now, Mexico City, the turf is unsafe. I understand that. I understand that. Concrete, but so factor in the elevation. Factor in that it would be like playing at a game in Denver, except very, very dry, very, very hot. You would get a similar result, but it wouldn't be as fast. It wouldn't have been as high. No. If you notice, Hill left the game for a bit. He probably got an IV. Mm -hmm. Cooks, same thing. Oh, you better believe it. Right. And, And and don't forget that there's California wildfires that are raging right now. Okay. So it's a little bit. Hey, hey! It's a little bit smoky in, in, in Southern California. It, 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 it's there was fans that had it, uh, masks on in, pe- in the stands. People thought that it was humorous. That that it was a jo- it, no, no, it's not. absolutely not. Like you, there's carcinogens in the air. Yeah, you brought it to like you mentioned that. So that's part of the reason why. I, I don't want to say it was unfair advantage. The league changed it, and then the league or the Rams took advantage of it. Did you see the, the press release about? Why the game like was all moved? the fi- all the firefighters and cops and everybody LAPD LA right. FD they were all there okay for the game last night so there's that mo- there's that they're playing for those people that of are course. risking their lives to save others during this hard time in California yes right absolutely there's, there's that okay but both teams were supposed to travel this week and then one team didn't have to so they got to go back home so there's that. There has to be something that we don't know. There has to be something that, like the, like the, like the little plebeian football fans that we are, that that we're not privy to. There has to be something that the league knows or that the teams are affiliated. Well, they changed because, it because of the the field, like you said that already. Right, about Mexico City. Field. But I'm I'm just saying that you're making it sound like it's almost arbitrarily unfair. Well, they, they in favor of the Rams. They went to default. It was a home game for the Rams essentially. It was a it was a road game either way for the Chiefs. Let me play devil's advocate. What is the closest stadium? My point is, is it should have been Mexico a neutral. It, it well, I don't even know about that. It should have been played at a neutral. How site. How does that look? It should have been played at a neutral site. How does opinion. that look? You play in Miami. How do you decide under the where? circumstances? How do you decide where? Do you play in a dome? Do you play on a field? I hear what you're saying there, but what? How was the decision made to play at the Coliseum? I'm trying to tell you, as I said two minutes ago, that there's got to be something. I don't. I don't like your answer, sir. Okay, well, I don't care much. Call, for your I'm calling bullshit, sir. I, I think <laughs> that if you were an attorney, you would be a damn terrible one. No, I, objection. Sustain. No, I genuinely think that. Let me answer your question. No, there wasn't an un- unfair advantage. No, I, I wouldn't scream collusion. because oh, I wasn't screaming. I wasn't no, inferring that. No, 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 that. no. I'm just sorry. I was making a joke from The League, which FX needs to make a, another show okay. that was similar to that. Um, underrated show. I'll underrated show. Fa- good point, good if point. you like fantasy football. Good oh, point. my gosh. But I saw it as exactly what they wanted it to be. And they might have thought that if we don't put it... In California, if we have it in Kansas City, we might not get the product that we had on Monday night. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't want to s- s- deep dive too much into no, we don't just need a that. Harp. Yeah, we don't need a harp. Um, 
Well, it's crazy that... It, it, how do I want to <laughs> begin with this? Mm. And I think the only way to say it, because of who my co-host is, it's crazy to me that the Chiefs were that close to winning despite having more penalty yards than Bortles had passing <laughs> yards on Sunday. You got jokes. I got, jo- jokes. Oh, I got jokes, jokes, bro. I got jokes got stashed. Jokes. I got, got, my, yuck, I got yuck, my bag with me. Yuck, yuck, stand up over here. It's <laughs> open mic night. Um, no, what I think about the Kansas Those City are just facts. Chiefs... It's supposed to be feelings, not facts. That's facts, not feelings, bro. I, listen, <laughs> no matter how much they hurt my feelings, they are facts. At the end of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs will score at will. And it, seem, and it seems like their defense can stop what they need to stop when they need to stop it, except for when they play other powerhouse teams, the New England Patriots, the L.A. Rams. That well, Those okay. are the two teams that they've lost to. Okay. So they look like a prolific playoff team. They look like a team we might have seen a Super Bowl preview last night. Uh, uh, very well could have. Okay. And we've already seen an NFL championship preview. That's what the NFL wants is, right? is that rematch. So two weeks of advertising that? Are you kidding me? So I'm not even gonna go near the Blake Bortles comment because that football game was hilarious in a number of different well, ways. Well, we're we're gonna get there. Yeah, we're getting there, folks. Yeah. Low hanging fruit, <laughs> but we'll pull it down anyway. Um, just the amount of offense that I was looking at last night, I just it was like Cal and Texas Tech. I was shocked was at how many defensive points were scored. The turnovers that that those two quarterbacks in particular made were well, so atypical. Mahomes much more than Goff. But I'm just saying that both of those guys protect the ball and they score so often that when you see those type of turnovers, yeah. that result in defensive touchdowns, like the momentum shifts. Just I saw, oh my gosh. I saw a great tweet that said the Rams figured out the game plan on Patrick Mahomes. Let him throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns in the first 58 minutes and let his and and hopes that his arm's dead for the last two. And just, it, and it was wild like that. I think that was bad decision making on that last one. He uh, he didn't need to heave that one. No, I, regardless of the, of if no. there was anything underneath. And if one more person makes lived a big one deal, more day, there was two guys I there. I couldn't it was a agree bad more. Ball. And if one more person makes a big deal about Marcus Peters getting a redemption pick, it, oh, it was, was, it, was a, it was the softest pun I've ever seen right into his mitts. So absolutely. Let's it's, let's not let's not get ahead. It was of a bad ball. I'm not gonna pick on Mahomes by any means for that. Uh, it was, I mean. The quarterback that had the cleaner stat sheet yeah. won the game. Can we in the s- end of the day? Can we say that Aaron Donald is? He's a freak. Probably the best defensive. The best yeah, defensive Mac, lineman, man. The best defensive lineman to get to the quarterback from the defensive tackle oh, position. 100. That's not even a from the defense. It's, it's not even a debate. Since who though? Like oh. I'm thinking, like I'm thinking, like a John Randall, Reggie White. Like was, I'm thinking. I was of, thinking. Oh, he's he's Think better than Sap. Yeah, oh yeah. But the yeah, he's, but, he's faster but, and stronger. But, but, Coming but, out of pit, he had double digit sacks. The, but that year that the 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 Bucks won the the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I I vividly remember every single game hearing Warren Sapp's name forty to fifty eight times. Oh, he was disruptive. T- like he was he was disruptive. If he but wasn't in there for, getting the, on the statue. Yeah. He was in there disrupting the play. Don't forget, damn near every time. Simeon Rice could get to the quarterback, and Derek Brooks was a damn uh, good linebacker, and that they they had help, but. Every guy's got help. Yeah, just he's get, got Sue right beside him, hey, and fucking I, Fowler on third I'm down beside glad him. Glad we brought it back. Now, don't they have four first rounders? Because isn't Michael Brockers a, a former first rounder as well? I, I, I think so. he's an LSU Tiger as well. So four four first round picks on that defensive line. Like I think that's the storyline of that game. Is it was the Rams defense was the difference? Just a little was, bit was better. A little than, bit more of a difference maker. Because I mean, then the Madden like, created a player for that Kansas City. Like has. they had a ten point lead in the fourth. Right? Or was it late third? It was There's late. so many goddamn points scored. There's that four lead changes in the fourth quarter. There's probably more. Yeah. Looking back, yeah, it was 30, 33-30, I guess, at one point in the third. And then all of a sudden, it's 54-51 Jesus. final. Like, it could be an ESPN 30 for 30. It doesn't matter. On that a game. Better documentary. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure they'll cook something up I fairly just... quick. Uh, I Easy mean, enough. We, yeah, we... It won't be a 30 for 30, but there might be a little mini doc if, if that's the Super Bowl. There'll be a Saturday night doc the, the the night before the game, if that's the rematch. I haven't seen a better matchup, but you I have might a question see one for you. If it's, you might see one if it's Saints-Chiefs-Super Bowl. I got a question for you, though. How do you f- Rams-Saints-NFC Championship game. How do you feel last night at about 12.30 a.m. Eastern time? Oh, if you, sh- I was fast No, 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 but you're somebody <laughs> else now. Yeah, I was fast as street. You're, you're Todd Gurley. How do you feel if you're Todd Gurley after that game? I think I, I asked this. The, Were you the nowhere to be brief, found, or was it a playmaking thing? 
See, I asked you. Him. I I think he tweaked something, or he got okay. he rolled something up. He got he, whatever, got an extra body on him at the bottom of the pile. He only had twelve carries. He didn't seem to touch the ball very often in a football game where everybody now, touched the football. Now again, you in the second part of your question was mm-hmm. was it schematic? Was it yes game plan play calling? Yes. Why not take advantage of that burnt toe secondary of the, of the Chiefs? Like, Orlando Scandrick, bro, there's a reason why the Cowboys cut him, and then he got cut up, like, three months later from the Redskins. Like, he didn't even make it through OTAs. No, that's he made it through a week or two of camp. But then, like, honestly, I, I this could be low-hanging fruit. Okay. But does any other team pick him up if the Chiefs didn't at that point? Like, I don't based know. on what we've seen of secondaries throughout the year, like, the Chiefs have... Consistently, not been a very good secondary. Well, once they traded and Peters st- back in and March, he's a starter. And they traded Peters back in March, and I thought to myself, well, they don't have a lot of depth. Like last night, I was watching the guy. Well, that opposite. was a price tag decision. Well, yeah, it, it was a cap decision, and some people say a behavioral decision. But let me f- finish this point. The, the 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 guy opposite him, Stephen Nelson, he he didn't look great. He didn't look like somebody no one looked who could great ju- that game. I'm just on the defensive side <laughs> of the ball just, unless they were unless their hand was on the ground before the snap. I'm just trying to say that the play calling and the schematic approach that the Rams had might have made any secondary look bad. But when you allow 54 points, yeah, and your offense scores 51 points, you didn't do enough on defense. The defensive side didn't do enough. I don't th- uh, I don't think that either team necessarily had a def- like a a defensive game plan. Like it sounds so ludicrous. To even it, they had a containment. They plan. had they they had what they've done for ten weeks, and they and they just okay guys. This is like, like this is what we do. We're gonna, we're gonna be in base essentially, and we're gonna we're gonna try to adapt because both of these coaches are going to change things on the fly so much. You're right. That what's the point of like we have to be a res- uh, a reactive. Yes, and very adaptive. In-game game yes. plan, right? And be adaptive, yep. So with that said, was it a bad game plan to like fight fire with fire with trying to be a high-pace offense all the way through the game for both teams? Like no, you could argue because that's what the, that the Rams is. score too quick. Yes, but that's what the NFL is. And I see what your question is pertaining to related to Todd Gurley. Like, it, hold on. At, at that point, instead of, like, when you're on the 40 with 4-11 left or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you maybe throw it underneath, like, a, a generic vanilla play of just a five-yard little dump underneath to the tight end? I call them a Jacksonville it, cross because they're ran every single they're play. They're very good. Yeah. Excellent. When yeah. it's third and 11, yeah. they get a seven-yard cross underneath. <laughs> oh, no, God. You're right. Absolutely. You, it makes you sick. It, it's like, it's almost like <laughs> it it's the goal sick. line and Jarvis Landry's catching the seven-yard <laughs> there pass. There you go again. Anyways. There you go. To stay on point with this game. Yes. I think at that point, the ultimate savvy move by McVay yep. could have been to then just go into 1990s football and Pro put the head I down form, and fucking yeah. pound it into yeah. the into the pile. ABC gap just start slamming and, bodies and yeah. just and then methodically move it. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe don't think that's the NFL anymore. And I, I think it, that what you're you're talking but about. But it could have burned them. It uh, sh- it should have burned them. They gave Pat Mahomes back the ball with three full timeouts and four minutes to play with. You know what I realized is that. <laughs> and it kind of is a coulda, shoulda, woulda leak in a, in a lot of ways because oh, it's always, one bounce yeah. either way. It's a look at it's like a, I was saying about the point totals this week. It's like, a game. It's a game of inches. Like I still see Al yeah. Pacino sitting there in the locker room giving it's a, that speech. Right. So. That's that's why that movie is one of the greatest sports movies because of the little quotes that are so how many tangible. people how many people do you think playing ball across America are nickname or call themselves booby. How many, how many people you think all of us always just like Booby Miles or that nickname came about? But anyway, that's tangential at best. Like, put putting a bow on this game, what does it tell us that we didn't already know? Okay, great way to wrap it up. I like it. That's why you're my co-host, bro. Yeah. Well, Yin-yang, right? I try. Um, I don't think that it, especially because they both now have the bye week to mm-hmm. kind of con- uh, come down from this game. Like, this... Yep. This game took a look. It's a good thing they're both going on a bye week because it that game took a lot out of a lot of those guys. Okay, that's point one. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the Chargers game that the Chiefs got to play later in the season, I don't see a loss on their schedule. So I think that they keep that one seed, and that's huge 
because I think that they win in their yard against the New England come playoff time. Ooh. I think that's the real Patriots, big for that. If the Patriots have to come to Kansas City versus them having to go to Fox, Because yeah. while New England has the tiebreaker, the Chiefs are, are still ahead of them in the win-loss call. Absolutely. Right? So New, and, and that's New England's huge. coming off a bye this week at 7-3, and three, right? That's yes. right. So yes. that's that's huge. Yeah. They're 9-2 and two are the Chiefs. Yes. So that's big. Okay. Um, I was, I'll, again, I'll always wear the egg on the face. So here I am. I said the Rams were going to go on a little 0-3, little 0-3 slide. They're I, good. You, I, though they're very good. They're, they're good. very good. They're very good. And, they're, and, and, and hold on, hold on. Let me get this out. Yeah, Their yeah. defense definitely stepped up in this game and scored points that, like, I think were the difference maker. Um, so they didn't go 0-3 in the middle of the season after 8-0 like I said they would. They got that first loss of the Saints. They and like I said last week on the podcast, they very well could have lost that game to Seattle. Seattle played they probably Seattle should have played lost twice. that game yes, to Seattle. Absolutely. So I'm not crazy for calling an upset. No. They very well could have lost last night too. It's true. Despite getting six take no five takeaways on on defense and scoring on two of them. Yeah. And on the other two being set, or two of the three being set up for easy touchdowns inside the thirty or whatever it ended up being right. So. Despite all of those things and the 135 yards in penalties in like the first half alone, there were so many flags. Despite in the first half. that, yeah, they were still right there. Yep, the, the Chiefs were right. So I, so yeah, it could have been an 0 three little skit because it's not. They're going to be shutting it down at the end of the season with two weeks to go, mm-hmm. and then we'll see what they do three weeks after not playing. I'm, I don't think it's going to hurt them. I'm I'm going to take... They're grooving. I'm going to take a short 15, 20 seconds and just say neither one of those teams helped their case, their Super Bowl championship case, any more than they did the previous week, and neither one of those teams hurt their case for Super Bowl championship. Did okay. you see anything in that game that you didn't already know? Or do you see anything in that game that made you feel like, oh, I don't know if, if those are championship contenders in their conference? Because I felt like they are a championship. Think about when That's Akeem Talib comes the... back in Week 13. Think about how much better that defense is going to be just a little bit bigger. Sam Shields can play. I, st- I, still think the Saints, I still think the Saints are better than both of them. Okay. Um, we're going to find out. We're, we are going to find it's, out. It's, it's, we're definitely going to find really, out. It's going to be really, really interesting to see because I didn't see weaknesses last night that the other team wasn't looking to exploit. What I mean by that is, is self-inflicted... Uh, penalties and stuff that, that that Kansas City had was was great, but offensively both team attacked the other's weaknesses and they did it well. Like Patrick oh, Mahomes yeah. threw for six touchdowns. Like like Jared Goff found. That's why Reynolds. I was surprised Gurley didn't have everybody. more of a dominant. Like he didn't have any receiving touchdowns or rushing touchdowns. He, he only had he twelve may, touches yeah. and I think six targets. He may have tweaked something, but even the Rams' offensive line looked great. Ha- having seen that, he's a monster mauler. That guy gets out and he moves. Let's let's m- m- move on to a game that that made me a little bit uh, depressed for about forty five hundred different reasons. Um, Pittsburgh Jacksonville. You want to get point, right into it? Sixteen points. Getting right to the shit. Sixteen points that they just gave up. Blake Bortles. You you made a, a really hurtful allusion to it earlier. Uh, one hundred four passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions either. I mean, I don't know if that means you know what's the best part about you re- revealing that fact is I didn't fact check it. It just sounded right, and I rolled with it off the cuff, and you just confirmed my joke. That's amazing. Yeah, well, you're an improv guy. You should be on whose line is it anyway? Uh, Leonard Fournette, ninety five rushing yards. He basically ran for as much as Blake Bortles threw. Um, the <laughs> defense looked great in the first half, and then they just Ramsey was on one. Couldn't they? They just couldn't slow down. A really, really good hot offense in the second half. And I just, I said last week that the season's over and I wasn't being cynical or pessimistic. I was watching this game and it just didn't feel good at oh, home. There was a reason I used it for the episode title. I I mean, I would have loved to have eaten. I mean, to have been four and six and have egg on my face and have prospects in the AFC South. What, like what? But isn't that better that you can maybe just like see the tea leaves that in the play calling and the, in the, avoidance of your quarterback and the four straight three and outs in the fourth quarter to blow that like you you allow you allow zero points through three quarters or no it was 16-6 after three yeah but still and you can't just get one first down 
I uh, and go th- three three now. I in the fourth quarter. I ignore talking about Leonard Fournette being gone for five games. I will ignore the low hanging fruit about how he was gone for more than five, wasn't it? But I'm saying for five straight. So oh, like, there's okay. that five straight losses, five straight games. So even his yard, like his yards per carry, is atrocious. It's and they gave all, the ball 28 times to him. But if that offense is all predicated on Leonard Fournette, and then the season starts and he gets hurt. I hear you. What are you doing? I hear you, but you got him back, and then you did th- that beginning of the season game plan, right? And then it didn't work when it needed to. Against Indy, I mean, no, 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 against Pittsburgh. All oh, right. Like they had the lead, yeah, and they tried to run it, run it, run it, yeah, and run the clock. And you can't run the clock if you don't convert on third down. But do you see what I mean about the predictability and the vanilla offense that is run to to the point that if I'm playing defense against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm and not worried. That's why I said you guys ruined the quarterback market in the offseason. As soon as you gave him that extension. it It's honestly one of the more baffling things I've honestly ever seen in an offseason after what I saw in the AFC Championship game. You were, it was thir- you were third and six away from going to the Super Bowl. All you had to do was go play action and pass it to a tight end. Never mind throw the ball. He, he could have rushed for six yards. He, he runs quite well. But I get what you're saying, but just sticking to this game. They didn't believe in him. Then for some reason, somehow, Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone and whoever else needed to be talked into it was talked into it by uh, ownership. Decided that this is the path that we want to take and put our faith in all of our And, and you, can kinda, you can kind of see it because Coughlin's won with defense before. And, and not having the dominant quarterback, maybe right? He, maybe he saw parallels in Blake that he saw. Marone in was a defensive-heavy guy in Buffalo. Yeah. Had no quarterbacks. So maybe they were easily convinced months, just a couple weeks after not trusting him on third and six to book your ticket to the Super Bowl, and then they give him money. It, it lasts for, what, nine weeks, and now you're back to not trusting him on third and six. It's I mean, all, it, it, you're right see, back where you were. I see where you're going, and I don't like it. Only because it leads to dysfunction and disorganization within the Oh, you're there, room. brother. Okay, but all that... <laughs> all you're that, there. All that I, I'm going to say is, is I don't I don't see flaws in your logic. I don't. I, I don't want to beat up... Like, no, it, it's and, it can, it, I'm sure someone might find it comical out there. And, and in part, I am just getting jokes off. But at the same time, I don't want to pile on you and... and Beat you, you know what I mean? Like, cause no one wants to listen to shit when their team's shit in the bed when you had expectations. It's different when you expect mediocre uh, mediocrity, yeah, and it it tanks real quick or injuries pop up and it's just a hard product to watch. But you had legit aspirations to think about how good the defense and the talent is, especially on especially after week two. <laughs> well, when we played that well against the Patriots, I. The most baffling thing for me... The most baffling thing for me that I can't wrap my head around is the fact that if you have an offensive system that's predicated on a power run game and you say that we'll run our play action off of it and we will have a, a, a quarterback who is serviceable and talented, what happens when you lose the power back and what happens when your game-managing serviceable quarterback does not have the opportunity or does not have... I'll say it. Does not have the receivers the roster of receivers to get it done when he needs to. I'll say that Keelan Cole took a step back. I'll say that he regressed this year. I will say that D.D. Westbrook has had a great year and he showed up. Okay, Dante well, Moncrief. I don't know if you can say he's had a great year. I will. Everything you wouldn't. You is, wouldn't everything be is three and seven. Everything is relative. Everything is relative. I. I'm trying to talk about a great year, not in comparison to Calvin Ridley, but in comparison <laughs> to the Jacksonville Jaguars' offense. Oh. So Dante Moncrief coming in. Okay. okay. Moncrief coming in at one year at nine million dollars. That's a waste of money. Now you look at that money. That's that's that that's that's preach. That's a waste. So I I am so looking forward to the off season because don't talk about fucking bullshit trades thing that aren't gonna no. happen for two first round picks. I'm not going to. But <laughs> or wait, you said I, two seconds. I, I said two twos, but I'm not even going to go off that tangent. Okay, <laughs> I I just lost hope. Not because I don't know what I'm 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 looking at it and I don't know what I'm watching, but because 
what happens when things fail. Adversity doesn't build character, it reveals it. Ooh. So the Jaguars have been in countless adverse situations for the last five to six weeks on both sides of the ball. Rumble. And I exactly like I don't know if it's an issue of resolve or psychology or whatnot. Do you believe the report that somebody might be getting shopped? I don't believe that. But when a team comes out to dismiss something that was leaked by multiple sources, and oh, they were so quick to dismiss it. It's just like why the was Browns it leaked? dismissing Con- the Condoleezza Rice report. Yeah, why was it ESPN, the score, the so Like, everybody. Um, j- everybody is on the block. It's just they don't talk about everybody being on the block because the feelings get hurt in, in, in 2018, right? So to answer that question, absolutely. And I hope it's for a Hall of Fame quarterback. But let's move on. All right. I'm going to move on to me wearing a little more egg on my face. With what? The Bears. Ooh, the sigh. The sigh was long and dramatic because I've been high on the, on the Chicago Bears. The well, you've been high on Mitchell Trubisky, and I've been hard on and I've been hard on him f- with with good reason. I'm not the only one. Um, I'd say he's the reason that the Vikes got back in that game. He didn't have a great game. Well, I he didn't have I, a great I, game. I still don't see these. You don't okay. see what I'm talking about. You don't see the assets and the attributes. Okay, what that I, I see. Expo- okay, what I see is a guy that can um, be confident with scripted plays early in the game. A guy that's got enough weapons around him that with these scripted plays, they build a lead. And that defense is perfectly schemed to play with a lead. And when that happens, Sunday night happens. But that's what you've seen, though. You're saying... Uh, Okay, so hear me out. You're saying that that's what I'm seeing because that's all that you have been exposed to, right? But now, that game, they should have... That should have been a... a, uh, it was the third largest point differential this week, I told you, it was, but you it did. was five points. It should have been 28 points. His two turnovers, uh, hey, I couldn't agree more. He threw him right back into the game. I absolutely When? See. Late. Crunch time. When it's timed and easy, it should be easier to pull away when you've already created that. T- like, okay. Now, I'll cut a little slack because it is Minnesota's defense. I mean, I was waiting for you to say that. But... What did I say last week on the podcast? I was picking Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I was picking them because they love the blitz. And mm-hmm. what happens to Biscuit when he's blitzed? Hey, right? It, it happened. Now, but what did I say? What did I say to look for? Look for them to what? Move the pocket. Not necessarily yeah. for designed runs, but designed rollouts, waggles, misdirections, this and that. As soon as, and first touchdown of the game. As soon as he caught that snap. Gunning it to the right, receivers making the same movement, boom. Out of the pocket, they're up seven. The defense, it pin the ears back. Yeah. 52, go get the ball. Yeah. And, if, and he does it again. Now, yeah, that's easy money. Yeah. More egg, throwing one more on the face. Mm-hmm. I totally undersold the impact mm-hmm. of Khalil Mack being acquired by them mm. and what it would do for the rest, not only for the rest of the guys on the defense, but what it does. Confidence-wise for that offense. When you think about blue-chip players in the NFL... He's it. Okay. And if you think about blue-chip positions, like when a GM drafts, it goes quarterback, left tackle, defensive end, particularly left end. Okay? Yeah. When you find guys that can wear, prospectively, the gold jacket before they're even drafted at those three positions, you don't think you pull the trigger. If you're not the quarterback, you better be the guy getting the quarterback or catching the ball from the quarterback or trying to prevent the quarterback from completing a pass through season. Those are the top four positions in in the the league. And wide receiver, yes. For blue chips. I would say wide receiver, yes, more in the last 10 years. Because it's been a quarterback-driven well, league, it's been an offensive-driven league, and look at where they're, at they're getting picked up, absolutely. So, what I will say is, the Chicago Bears have enough pieces in place to make a push. And I think that Khalil Mack, he has that LeBron James effect. He makes everybody else around him better. It's it's quite funny to think about, did you see him push Riley Reef over with one arm? He listens to the podcast, apparently. What I know for a fact is that Khalil Mack moved a 330-pound man. I'm sorry if he's a little bit lighter than 330. My bad. With one arm. I don't care what that is. I don't care who you are. It's grown you, man. you can make a difference. Grown man strength. 
Now, their backfield in Chicago is for real with Howard and Cohen. I question if the receivers can separate for four quarters against a defense that is hungry and a See, defense that's going after Biscuit, like you like to call them. Gabriel, can he separate? Yeah, he, he's, he's been consistently the number two guy in targets in Chicago. But he's a nine-router. We were talking he, last week about a yeah, nine-router. But they also, use him, they also use him in the backfield, uh, like a poor man's uh, number 10 in, in KC. Or a, or a Tavion, Austin. A Tavion. <laughs> nice. Way to, way to carry it on. I like it. So, I like Chicago to win the NFC North. Are you there I, yet? Uh, they still got to play in Minnesota. And they still got to play Green Bay again. Um, I'm confident in taking them this Thursday at Thanksgiving game against Detroit. Um, so, I'm not where you are. But, I mean, I got to... Like I said, I gotta wear, I gotta bring the attention to it, and I gotta Just wear the bit. egg on the face a little bit. But at the same time, I gotta explain why, and and even in my change of perception, mm-hmm. there's still like reason to to be, uh, I guess, withheld a little bit in belief, in belief because, like, look at what that fourth quarter was. Like the Vikings were look. They had zero momentum in that game. Like they were, and then all of a sudden they were in the game and they had a chance. And like, let's be real. Kirk Cousins isn't playing like a guy that is earning an eighty-four million dollar guaranteed contract. He he's not an eighty-four million dollar quarterback. And that's another thing is well, I and I'll agree with you there. Like, you want to talk about Blake Bortles resetting the, the quarterback four, market? Let me get the four seed and give Minnesota the five, and I'll take my chances with Kirk Cousins on the road in the playoffs. So that's a really, playoffs. No, I just hope we can win a game. Playoffs. I um, I'm there, bro. I want us. I want us to segue nicely because you and I both took Dallas over Atlanta, and we were texting during that last kick. And Oof, from it, from Maher fucker as you call buddy, him to buddy, Money Mayhar, buddy. At the end or of Money Maher. At the end of the day, that was a good football game. It was a great football game. It and see, now here's where I can be a little bit. Uh, I guess I don't want to be the guy that's complaining after a win, but like they should have won that game by twenty one. It, it, very similar to the the Philly game where yeah I get it. It's a Especially with the Philly game, where it's a uh, uh, it's a divisional game, familiar opponent, blah blah blah, all that shit. It is it, it you got to put it into uh, into count, but okay. like they should have been up a lot more early in that Philly game. Like that game should have been over before it started. Should have been twenty one three after one, but instead they they miss a field goal, which he's missed four kicks, four straight games. Uh. He he did redeem himself at the end of that getting the win, but it was even that that just squeaked in the right post. I like to talk about Le'Veon Bell but, as an objective observer, and let me interrupt you for one second because I like to talk about him as somebody who has no horse in this race. I got no dog in the fight. I look at him and you say, "Is he the best running back in football?" And you've been sold for 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 years. So I, sorry, you just said Le'Veon Bell a couple times. Are you talking about Ezekiel Elliott? Oh my gosh. What I mean... Here, take that joint. Is that... Is That'll it, help with the names. Is that... <laughs> I like to be objective when I watch Ezekiel Elliott play. Because, okay. like I just struggled to say, I don't, I don't have any vested interest in the debate or the dispute since Maurice Jones-Drew retired. What I will say is, objectively, there's nothing that Ezekiel Elliott can't do. And... You can't overutilize him because he only gets stronger as the game goes 100%, 100%. on. And I don't understand how everybody doesn't see it. Well, they do. I, but it's it blows my mind how talented he is, and there's nothing he can't do. He good could of a return game? kicks. He could return kicks if you Nah, want. I don't know about that. He could return kicks. I, w- ugh, I don't want to go there. He might get hurt. That would be stupid. I'm just saying, what can't he do? Yeah. Objectively. Uh, what he can't do is stay on the field on third and two from four to get the ball handed back to him so we can score uh, seven instead of three to start that game. Because that's what that's another thing that kept that game close. They were down 6-3 at halftime. Yeah. And they had a chance to score. They were in the and, and red zone. And instead, they, well, Zeke gets them down to the four, and then he's off the field on third down. Call the time. Burn. Like, in that situation, like, to me, the Cowboys had the best drive of their season. 
That was a 14-play opening drive yeah. that ended in three. And because of that, it kept the Falcons in the game. It, the Falcons' defense felt good going off the field after that drive. They were getting picked apart all the way down the field. Dak had a nice rhythm to start, which was encouraging to see. Uh, you can see the confidence that he has in a, in a wide receiver that he likes because he's not in his ear yet bitching for the ball. Well, that's and easy. seems to be content with getting three catches for thirty six yards and a W. Amari Cooper is a, a, a quiet guy. That's his disposition. Change that okay? offense too. Ezekiel Elliott, though, there's got to be at more than one person in the clubhouse saying, "Man, this guy, this guy's a twenty first century Emmett Smith. Like, we can't give him the ball enough." Well, he had uh, two hundred one all purpose yards on Sunday. He he had oh, specifically twenty five carries, seven tw- catches, twenty three rushes for one hundred twenty two yards. That's a five point three average. If that's not healthy, I don't know what you're eating. One touchdown, seven catches for seventy nine. Seven catches. On eight targets for seventy nine yards, that's efficiency. That's a first sh- down every time. And he the one the that and the, and the one incompletion was when he was in the flat early in the game. And if Dak hits him in stride when his when his belly buttons face towards the end zone rather than having to turn around back for it because it's thrown terribly in the flat, that's a walk in touchdown. And he might have to absorb a little contact near the goal line. And the average football fan doesn't really notice what a tailback does when he's getting out of the backfield. He chips a defensive end on damn he he's chucks the best every single time and it throws a defensive end off rhythm. He's the I best blitz pi- uh he's the best blitz pickup running back in the in the league. On third down and he was coming out of Ohio State. Oh, at Ohio State, he did it with a smile I've, on his face. I've been face, saying man. it's not just because I'm yeah. a Cowboy fan, and it's also not just because I'm a Buckeye fan. It's not just because I watched him win us the first national championship in the playoff format. Yeah, It is because he is just a freak. There's a, it's not just because it rhymes with Zeke. He is Zeke yeah. the freak. He, Ezekiel Elliott, objectively, there's He's an all-American hurdler. Like, and he doesn't look... Like, if you look at that dude, he doesn't look like a hurdler. No. Are you kidding me? But like the athlete, like the athletic physiology that he possesses is otherworldly. Okay, like it now, just oof. let's take our jaws off the floor <laughs> with Ezekiel Elliott. With Ezekiel Elliott, love. I love him so I, much. I forgot his name. Okay, yeah, you're talking about him as Lev Bell. Now it's funny that you did misname him somehow because I they they actually compared him to him on the on the telecast. Oh, how'd you feel about that? I didn't like it, but then I watched <laughs> a couple of the runs and he actually. I don't know if it was specifically for that Atlanta defense because they brought up that the defense mentioned during the week that Zeke is so hard to tackle because he can switch speeds so efficiently, right. a la a Le'Veon Bell. Of course, yeah. So it's almost like they were like, oh, let's let's do that this weekend. He was a little bit more patient than normal rather than just hitting the hole yep. because of the times that he did hit the hole with authority like he normally does, I saw the difference. Um, especially on replays. Can Dak Prescott do nothing like he did on Sunday, and can you guys keep winning? He, he yeah, I don't think he's turned the ball over in three weeks. So, well, he, th- he throws for 200 yards, no touchdowns, doesn't turn the ball over, but he's basically a figurehead for Le'Veon Bell. Just, or for, uh, <laughs> for Zeke Elliott. Get it together, just, brother. Just, 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 just get Elliott the ball. Absolutely. Beat Zeke, bro. Um, it's, it's Beasley dropped incredible. a wide-open touchdown on that opening drive on first down. I did catch that, but I did also catch the fact that he runs good routes and he's a better outlet than Dak uses him. Yeah, oh, he's a better outlet. Now than Now you Dak could argue that he gets lost because he's five ten or five eight. Like we're both bigger than him. Yeah, but at the end of the day, though, great route runners find a way to get open. Doesn't matter how big they are, right? Doesn't matter if you're West. Wilder, I agree, but matter. I'm saying that Dak probably loses him. Pardon me. He's not a loss because of what Cole Beasley's doing. He's a loss because uh, Dak is he not physically cannot see him over the pile certain times. Not, 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 he just can't ID him. Okay, got it. Um, is that, I'm encouraged going forward to wrap wrap up on my Cowboys. I was just gonna say, is that Thursday's huge? Obviously, I mean, it's is that division wide open or is it yours for the taking? I, or well, what? we can we we control our own destiny. Win on it starts with a win on Thursday, and you get a tie for the lead, but. The way that the division, or sorry, the conference record breaks down right now, they'll still retain first place. But, and then we got the Saints after that. But then after that, it's kind of, it's it's there for the taking. It's not a very daunting schedule for, over the last month of the, of the season. That that NFC East is wide open. There wasn't, but at the same time, it's the Cowboys for the taking. There wasn't many games other than the ones that we've discussed 
that had significant implications. Let's talk about the Colts. I was just going to say, the Colts ran over Tennessee, so I mean, there's not really much... The progression over a couple weeks, in my mind, of my perception of them, going from me thinking I was like ahead of the curve, of thinking they are a a decent team that can score points, and they're going to be a tough out every week. So each but, week they're, they, but they're far from a playoff team. Now you feel to like, them me okay. thinking they were like they're going to be a good team that scores points and they're protecting the hell out of their quarterback and they're just going to miss the playoffs because of the division they play in, and then they go and do that to Tennessee to get them even with Tennessee on Sunday. Yeah, especially after the way Tennessee has looked against New England and Dallas the two weeks of, before. I don't know what to think about. Well, the now Titans, Mariota though. gets hurt again. The, like the. There's no sacks against... He didn't even get hit in that fucking game. Not no even idea. a quarterback hit. You want to talk about not even a quarterback hit? Andrew Luck has not seen the turf in, what, four games? That's we're, what I'm talking, talking about. about. Andrew Luck still didn't even get hit. Whereas Mariota gets sacked four times in that game and mm-hmm. gets numbness in his fingers again and has to leave the game. Well, last week we, we talked about the Colts offensive line, the young Ryan Kelly. We talked about Costanza. We talked about Quentin Nelson. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a fluke. It's not imaginary. It's no, they not did like, a hell of a job really quickly of rebuilding that line. Immediately and they got winners. Immediately. I like like they got winners right away. Yep. And they also got guys that came with a story programs and like Notre Dame, Alabama. Those guys win. They're D1 powerhouses. Oh, you thank you for... Saying that You're now, you gotta stop saying that because we just spent 22 minutes talking yeah. about last night's game, Monday Nighter, yeah. and that was a Big 12 game, brother. You, you think so? And you don't? I know so. That was a Big 12 game between between those two. Between those two, that was Big 12 football. Zero defense, 54-51. Yeah, that's why... That's why Net, it was, that was Big 12 football. That's what they want the NFL to be. Yeah, you got to stop talking about Power 5 schools and SEC this and that experience when it's just about slinging it and fucking running after the catch. No, because it still matters. Getting into space. No, it now. still matters. If you for come blue, out of a yes, program in a sense, that for blue, wins... In a, to an extent, but not really. So you mean to tell me that it... Ezekiel Elliott, the success that he had in Ohio State did not contribute it's, to the player that he is today. Not the, it's not the dominating factor. Like I'm you, not saying it's a dominating oh, factor. No, I'm the way it's relevant. Hey, Mikey Elma Mater. <laughs> it doesn't. You definitely weigh it totally different when a guy plays for Bama so, than if he plays for Texas Tech. So do you mean to tell me that coming out of a program that strives for excellence and doesn't lose, do you mean to tell me that that is not infectious and that does not have an impact that is pervasive? What did it and, do for Rolando McLean? Okay. It killed, his, it, it killed his spirit to want to play football. There's ex, there's exceptions to every one of those rules. I'm just, he was in Oakland. But it, even in Oakland, though, didn't he get in trouble? Like, didn't he get in trouble off the, the field? I don't oh, think, probably. I, I, I don't think Bama did that. Well, Bama made him hate football, though. <laughs> so did the the new. But that's not even my point. Okay, but some players didn't want to play for. The you got to start respecting the Big though. Twelve. Is what I'm saying. Your point is is that I'm giving too much credibility and credence to like the SEC powerhouses and like the Big Ten. Okay, fine, fair, fair. I'm not saying you got to write it off. Fair. Don't don't evaluate no, 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 college no. players anymore because no. I can't wait for the off season for no. the draft. Fucking no, 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 no. Coverage I appreciate do. where you're coming from. But let me ask you one simple question. In the NCAA football world, what is the one division that you fear the most? What's the one part that you are just like, those are the best teams? Wow. I mean, come on. It's obviously, it, it, depending on the year, but it's SEC and Big Ten. All right. That's all that, that's all that. A hundred percent. Then let's just put a bow on that conversation now oh, that you said no, that you, you just totally tried Big to Ten. fucking flip it around on me. That I'm was not. a, the best Monday night football game of all time was a Big 12 game. <laughs> I don't know, John. I don't remember. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I appreciate where you're coming from. I just don't see many guys coming out of Texas Tech and slinging it. I mean, Baker Mayfield played there and so did Pat Mahomes, but. Well, but Baker's in Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, I, I know he I'm saying, I'm just saying he's an Oklahoma guy. Okay. He, he wore the jersey and he slung it for the Red Raiders. So I, I, I pulled that one out of a hat. I had no idea I was going to think about that one. Okay. I don't know of any other games. I don't think there's anything well, to say. I mean, hold on. we want to talk about the Ravens a little bit? Because, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson think... had more rushes in one, his first career start than Ezekiel Elliott's had in his last 14 starts. I don't want to beat a dead horse with a conversation that I just wanted to put a bow on, but he came out of Louisville, right? Yes. So, there's not much happening. But okay, not much happening. Okay, he he ran 27 times. 
and had 11 pass attempts, I believe. He didn't have many, actually. There's or a no, stat. maybe, it was, maybe it was, a, I think he was 10 of 17 for like 121 yards. There's an answer correctly. to that, too, Frank. I think I remember correctly there. There's an answer to that, too, uh, Frank. It, I th- where, see, I heard this somewhere, and I don't want to... He was 13 for 19 for 150 yards and go. one interception. That yeah. looks to me like somebody who came out of Louisville. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just You're joking. Ridiculous. You're ridiculous. <laughs> if you could see the look on... Oh, my God. Um, does it matter that he ran the ball 27 times for 117? Because I kind of agree with what Marvin Lewis said about how, you know, quarterbacks can't run in the NFL like that well, and they don't survive. La- yeah, well, they don't last. So That's, does the game matter like from a divisional standpoint, or is it Pittsburgh's division, or what? It's Pittsburgh's division. Okay. That's clear. Okay. Because um, both teams are 5-5, five and five, and I mean, if it's, it's Lamar Jackson going weird, forward, then... It's such a weird season for... Um, Hot takes that go sour real quick. Oh, I've been wrong. Like, think about how many right. people. Just think about terrible. the entire NFL, pardon me, community. Yeah. And how long they kept Philadelphia in their top fives this season. Just oh, good because point. Of, just because of how they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, this year. good point. Now, let's focus on this. The Eagles last year had a historically lucky run. In the playoffs or regular right season? F- from the time that Carson Wentz blew out his knee. Oh, yeah, okay. Because they looked fucking. Terrible in the end of that regular season. Yeah. They were an unprecedented Julio Jones drop in the divisional round playoff. From not even going. From not even going further than that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Then they beat the dog shit out of the Vikings. Whatever. That was a, a just a... Everything bounced their way. Everything went right that game. That After was, it should have been the New Orleans Saints that, that they played. But that's okay. another conversation. Then the most ridiculous Super Bowl of all time where there was not a single defensive snap played. <laughs> and backup, really cor- big backup quarterbacks say, are know. catching touchdown passes and getting statues built for themselves. Do, and say, then the know. same guy is getting booed at halftime of the next season's opener after they get their rings and trophy and, and banner announcement. They're getting booed at halftime. That guy's pulled after two weeks. And then the, the savior that was supposed to be MVP last year... Has been pretty average. Has been pretty average to damn near disgusting on... Sunday. Well, he's not bad, he, but he didn't look good on Sunday. Those three picks he didn't look good on were Sunday. all terrible He didn't look good on Sunday, but he, he doesn't look terrible. He year. looked terrible on Sunday. On Sunday, yes, he did. But as a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, I look at Carson Wentz and I think, huh, he's a pretty good you, you foam at the yeah, mouth. right? So, but I get your point, and your point is very well taken. Absolutely. Because if people don't open up their eyes and see that... That's, that Baltimore's that the number one defense in the league. Buddy, we were talking about Carolina. We were, we were talking about Baltimore. Carolina's we a top five team. One and four on the road. Uh... Even to an extent, more so me at the beginning of the season, all about that Tampa offense and Oof. not caring about their defense. Not even thinking about and, it. Yeah. And, and, and just believing in Fitz Magic for a week too long. Yeah. And, and that, then all of a sudden it's crash and burned and their defensive coordinator's uh, fired. That defense allows 35 and points. And Jameis like is, the, is the starter for the third time this year. Um, briefly. Like, and, that's the, yeah. and that's it for the Bucks. Oh, there's, uh, uh, there's nothing worse. Time yeah, here. there's nothing worse. There's nothing worth discussing there. Did you see uh, Alex Smith unfortunately get Joe Theismann? Thirty three years of the day. That's just creepy. It like is there's creep. it there's is those kind of like stats and statistics that you sometimes see in sports, and it's just eerie. It is creepy. And then Joe wasn't Joe Theismann watching the game? Didn't yeah, he, he said see he had it? To get, he said he had to get up and start walking. He around had yeah. He, he had and he, like, and he said he couldn't shake it for a bit. I read where like he was having like PTSD issues. He, like there yes. was like he was having flashbacks of like pain and stuff. He started that, to sweat. Like oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's that, serious, man. I don't know why, but that reading that that story kind of. I don't know. It creeped me out. It's eerie. Yeah. It, it, Didn't you? Um. Uh. The score was the same. Twenty three twenty one. The it, score to the game. Oh both shit! Scores I, didn't, to the, I was just yeah. gonna say it. Buddy. Both scores to the game were the same as well. Wow. Yeah. There's a yeah. Isn't that uh, just that's, eerie? That's even yeah. It's weirder. twisted. Okay. Let's uh. It's, let's move on. Let's, so <laughs> do we have anything to move on to? I was gonna say let's wrap it up on that note. Let's move on to next week. On to next week. Okay. Uh, the tex- I I, I'll I'll thank the Texans for the victory, and oh. I'll I'll thank the listeners for tuning in for paving the NFCs for you. It, I'll thank that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. They've definitely paved the way. It's up to us. We hope we control our destiny. So we'll see. I've I, you know what I've liked what I've seen since the backs clearly been up against the wall at three and five, and this is ridiculous if you're not in the know when you're gonna hear me say this. But for those of you who know. There is a significant, or a significant role 
at stake here of how this change, a uh, uh, slow change in the Cowboys' offense and just outlook towards games from deferring when you win the coin toss. That's a that's a big step. Okay. Okay. It all has begun since the Tuesday morning after that Tennessee loss. When Jason Garrett wore a shirt that he's never worn before. You're, I'm, I'm, are you? You're this, ridiculous. See, and you don't know, but now I'm going to tell you <laughs> that that guy has been the coach for nine years. For the previous eight years and however many months and days prior to two Tuesdays ago, that guy had worn the same blue shorts, same one of three blue shirts. Okay, he wears one of three blue shirts, blue shorts, blue Nikes. Every single day. Probably said, hey, guys. It's what he does. When he how you doing, guys? Off. How we doing, guys? Fair enough. Okay. Hey, guys. How we doing, guys? That's okay. Got he it. switched it up. That's a bi- that, that was a wink to the media in Dallas. Like, hey, I hear you. Wait. I'm sorry. You just spoke two minutes about something that... The I'm only, serious. The only back against the wall that matters is the running back. And as long as he has the football in his hands to run away that, from that right wall. Right there. That is an acknowledgement. But that's an The shirt change is an acknowledgement of, I need to feed Zeke more. When 21 has the football, the Dallas Cowboys have a chance of winning the football game the they're playing. Punt, it's the simplest. The fake like, punt on your own 38-yard line on 4th and 2 with Jeff Heath two weeks ago <laughs> is... is is a direct reflection of the shirt change on the Tuesday morning after. I'm serious. You're telling me he's a little bit saucier. He is this. He is a robot. He he is an AI. You're Never mind Elon me. Musk. <laughs> Jason Garrett might be a fucking AI. You're, you're saying they're made in the same lab. Okay. Okay. All right. He <laughs> made a change, and I have seen changes in the offense, not to the point where I am jumping for joy, but I'm encouraged slightly, slightly. And it's and the way that everything is shaken out so far, and especially with the play of the Wolf Hunter. Oh my God! The Wolf Hunter, if you oh, don't yeah. know, is Leighton Vanderash. Uh, I'll tell you that that Blue Mountain State. And alum. any dude from Idaho that hunts wolves for fun, <laughs> you are the baddest of bad. You're asses. a bad motherfucker, yeah. bro. I don't really. And even I love across somebody. Who's... He's so he's see because he's from Idaho. I know he's not cocky, but when. He gets asked, are you performing better than you expected to? And he says, no, I'm not. Based on how I prepare and based on the work that I put in day after day, I expect this and I know that I've got a lot of room for improvement and I expect that too. That makes me want to order a 55 and white jersey. When you see 55 <laughs> and 56 playing defense side by side, it's it's like it's like seeing 21 in the backfield just moving through the pocket with ease and speed. Hey man. listeners, just go moving. back to my go back to my Instagram feed May 24th of this year and check out the post of those linebackers cuz I said on May 24th of this year, injuries provided, that's going to be the best linebacker core in the year in the league this year barring injuries. I yeah. had that much faith in them. Can we move on to next week? What do you think? Uh, let's do it later. <laughs> Peace out y'all. Thanks for listening. Take care.